Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high achieving working moms come to learn how to stop over drinking, reduce overwhelm and anxiety, and show up like the players they were meant to be. I'm your host, Angela Masenek, and let's dig in. Welcome to episode 62. You are actually in control. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? I'm so excited to be recording this podcast again. I feel like there is so much time in between my podcast episodes, and I feel like I haven't recorded one in a long time. But what about last week's episode? Oh my gosh, that interview with Catherine. Holy cow, I heard from so many of you guys about that interview and how inspiring it was. If you have not listened to that, you almost should stop this one and go back and listen to that interview with Catherine. It's it's a longer one. It's about 45 minutes. But Catherine, oh my gosh, she was somebody that I coached last year, 65-year-old, amazing woman, entrepreneur, grandma, mother, and she changed her life. She stopped drinking. That wasn't even her initially initial goal. And she is now reinvigorated to leave to live the next 20 years of her life in the best way she ever has. And she thinks just like so many of you listening to this podcast. And I think that if you haven't listened to it, you need to go do it now. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, there's been lots of things going on this past week. I just went to Florida to visit my amazing aunt, Sandy. She bought a retirement home in a little beach town outside of Tampa, and it was lovely. Let me tell you, (laughs) 55 and plus um, communities in Florida, the place to be. It was so amazing. Everything was beautiful and quiet and peaceful, and all of their homes sort of back up into little ponds where they have these bird sanctuaries. They have, it's like a resort. They have these amazing pools, resistant pools, heated pools, hot tubs, a full-size gym, activity rooms, a library, all of these trails walking around. The whole place is just beautiful. They keep it very, very nice, and it's easy access to arts and entertainment and amazing restaurants and beaches. I got to go see manatees that were like five minutes from her house. I never saw manatees before. I saw sharks. I saw stingrays like in the wild, you guys. (laughs) And I'm like, I want to live in this house, in this neighborhood. It was so awesome. Um, And my aunt Sandy, I got to tell you, she is amazing. Talk about an inspiration about somebody who took control of their life and decided to have the life that they wanted instead of being at the effect of their lives. My aunt Sandy got married and had kids when she was 15 years old in a very small town in Indiana. And she had to overcome so much. She had to grow up and be a teenager while raising children. And she started her own business. She um, is a hairstylist and she opened up her own shop and she started learning about investing money and saving for her kids' college and creating a financial security for herself so that she could get out of her current situation and do better for her life. And, you know, she's, I think she's 70 now. Sorry, Aunt Sandy, if you're not 70 yet, but (laughs) um, she was able to pay for this place in cash and also have a nice life back in my hometown and take amazing trips and just do what she's always wanted to do. She had a dream and she never gave up on that. And she didn't take the traditional path that most people, she didn't go to college and she 
educated herself and empowered herself to create this life that is so beautiful. And I'm so, we had the most amazing conversations about life and spirituality and kids and relationships and family. And it just was amazing. So you guys, anything is possible. Seriously, you want to have goals, you want to have a dream and you want to get out of your own way and do the hard work to get there. Okay. (laughs) Um, this, what am I doing? What's coming up? I am going to Texas next week to a life coaching workshop. It's called how to be interesting. (laughs) And I can't wait to go because I'm going to learn so much there. I'm going to come back and you guys get to see the effects of what I'm going to learn there. So (laughs) get ready. Things are going to be popping after I get back. But today I want to talk to you guys about how you are actually in control. Okay, you have so much more control with your relationship with alcohol and your life than you actually think you do. Okay, I hear all the time that your jobs are stressful and you are taking care of sick family members or recently divorced and this causes you to drink. Okay, and I want to clear all of this up for you today in the podcast. All right, so if you've ever thought if your job wasn't so stressful or if your husband or your partner would, wouldn't bring home wine and offer it to you or if your friends didn't all drink or if you weren't the only one responsible for all of the things that you wouldn't drink so much. And I want to let you know that I used to have those thoughts too. I thought that if I had less stress, I wouldn't need to drink. I thought if only my husband would just notice what needed to be done around the house without me telling him, I'd feel less resentment and drink less. So if you have similar thoughts, you are making them or it responsible for your own results. And this is not what you want to do. (laughs) Okay, this is called self-abdicating. It's meaning you are giving up your own power in your life. Because none of those things can cause you to drink. Those things like jobs and husbands and spouses and partners or family members are outside of you in your body and your mind, right? Really think about this. External things can't make you drink or cause you to drink. Think about that. Nobody's forcing it down your throat, right? <laughs> now, I want—I know you want to argue. It's totally okay. Stay with me here, please. There are spouses and jobs, and then we have thoughts about them, <laughs> okay? The thoughts we have about them cause our feelings in our body, our feelings, okay? Anger, resentment, frustration, even joy and happiness. You have to have a thought about the thing first, and then you generate a feeling, and then our feelings drive our actions, such as drinking. Now listen, you might argue that they have done something wrong and you have every right to be mad about it. That is totally fine. But you are still 100% responsible for your thoughts and your feelings. And if your negative emotions are driving behavior that you don't like, such as over drinking or overeating, then it's your responsibility to figure that out, okay? It's not your spouse's job to act differently so you can feel better so you drink less, (laughs) right? It's just like when you use wine to help you feel relaxed. You are requiring right now something outside of you to feel something different than you do, okay? So when you do this with alcohol, it teaches your brain that the solution to your pain is outside of you. So your brain will motivate you to take action to get that reward from the pain, 
okay? This is not solving any problem. This is like taking pain meds for a broken leg. It will help alleviate the -the in-the-moment discomfort, but it won't fix the problem. The biggest obstacle for you to overcome is seeing how you are doing this in all the areas of your life. So do you rely on things to make you happy? Like new clothes, cupcakes, wine. <laughs> do you rely on wine to feel relaxed? Do you require your spouse to do X, Y, or Z in order to feel supported? Do you require your employer to tell you good job to feel appreciated? Think about those for a minute. I'm going to read them again. If you rely on things to make you happy, new cars, fancy shoes, new clothes, vacations, right? To make you happy. Or if you rely on wine to make you relaxed. Or if you require your spouse to do these things in order for you to feel supported. Or if you require your employer to tell you awesome work to feel appreciated. And if you answer yes to any of those questions, then you want to learn how you can do this for yourself without relying on anything or any person or event or wine to do it for you, okay? It's happening anyway. None of these things can make us feel happy or relaxed or supported or appreciated, right? Because our thoughts create our feelings. Happy, relaxed, supported, appreciated, they're all feelings, okay? When you learn how to feel these feelings on your own without needing things from outside of you is when you'll become free from the need to overdrink or overeat. And the biggest kicker here is that you're always 100% responsible for how you feel, even if you are currently thinking, he made me angry or I need wine to relax. Okay, it's just a misconception that we have as humans and how we've been taught as a society to, to think, right? But our thoughts create our feelings. Nothing that we do outside of us can cause us to feel anything, okay? Feelings are generated by our thoughts. So if you keep thinking wine is helping you relax, you are wrong. Wine can't help you feel relaxed. You have to have a thought about drinking the wine that causes the relaxed feeling. When we turn to things outside of ourselves to feel better, this is false pleasure, We just keep needing more and more and more of it. And in the end, it really isn't giving us much pleasure, right? So remember like in the morning when you have that self-loathing and the regret and the shame and the false promises, that's not pleasurable. And then you end up right back there again at the end of the night trying to use the wine to get away from what you were feeling that morning, okay? And you get back on that cycle over and over again. So I want you guys to see that all of this is optional. You can see that you are always in control. You are generating thoughts that cause your feelings, okay? No one can tell you what to think. You don't have to keep thinking what you think about wine or spouses or jobs. Isn't that fun? We can think whatever we want to and no one can take that away from us. You have this amazing power all along. You're always in control of what you allow your brain to think. So today I want you to stop saying I need wine to relax or my husband makes me mad because it's just not true, okay? I want you to say I'm responsible for my own feelings. That one small change could have a huge impact on how you react to the things that happen in your life. It will always put you in the driver's seat. It will always put you in control, okay? It's happening anyway. (laughs) Whether you want to believe me or not, your thoughts create your feelings 
And when you say I'm responsible for how I'm feeling, you're not going to choose to feel this upset or the regret or the shame or the frustration, right? Like if it's a choice, why would you want to choose that? I'm responsible for my own feelings. Stop saying I need wine to relax. When you notice your brain saying that, say I'm responsible for me relaxing. If you find yourself saying my husband's making me mad, say no, I'm responsible for my own feelings. He can't make me mad. If you find yourself saying my job is so stressful, say no, I'm responsible for my own stress. (laughs) Okay? And then we want to challenge what you're thinking there. And when you do that, you stop saying those things And then you become totally powerful and you make progress towards your goals, right? Once you see the real truth of your own feelings, what behavior your feelings drive you to take, you can change immediately. You can stop over drinking, you can lose weight easily, you can improve your relationships and so much more. And I'm going to actually be diving deep into this very topic about our feelings and how important they are to understand. I'm teaching a free class on Monday, March 16th. It's called How to Feel to Stop Over Drinking. And I'm going to discuss all the things feelings, okay? <laughs> this is the number one thing for you to understand to stop over drinking permanently. Our feelings drive our actions. If you are over drinking, it's because you are looking to feel something that you currently don't feel in the moment. I just taught this class a week ago and it is amazing. You're going to get to ask me questions live. You'll hear a deeper understanding of your own own behavior, and you're going to learn how to feel and process instead of react to your emotions. All right, so you don't want to miss this. This is going to be amazing, you guys. The link to register for this class is in the show notes of the podcast episode, or if you want the link, you can email me at Angela at AngelaMasenic.com. Okay, so go to my website, AngelaMasenic.com. Click on Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast. And under this episode, you are actually in control. That's the title of the episode. There's going to be a link there to register for this class. Okay. If you're already ready to jump in and join my coaching program, don't wait. (laughs) I teach you how to feel and coach you on your thoughts and guide you to stop over drinking in my coaching program. Okay. So I want you to, if you're ready to go, just jump on, get on my calendar, request a free call. And I'm going to show you your biggest obstacle to overcome and how you can do it. And then we'll decide if coaching is the best path forward for you. The link to get on my calendar is in the show notes as well. I love you guys. You're always in control. And I'll talk to you next week. Have a beautiful weekend. Bye for now.